Okay, mi gente, soy Maya Ladies 7 from Let's Hablar Solita Podcast and Let's Hablar Podcast. You can catch us soon on Hablemos Productions. I have a special guest with me today, Mr. Luis Osorio. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming. So we're going to get into a couple of topics. I do want to talk about women, as in women's rights, why why are we not at the level that we should be in 2023? I think evolution is important, but unfortunately it feels like we're digressing when it comes to women's rights and what they have to decide for their body. We're going to also discuss politics, history, and humanity overall. So I do know that you are an attorney, um, mm-hmm. that you began your law career in Puerto, in Puerto Rico, correct? Mm-hmm. That's correct. What made you want to get into law? Was it just the injustice that you know that Puerto Rico dealt with and you wanted to kind of fight the system. What was it that made you want to divulge into the legal system? Yeah. So my grand, my, uh, my dad, my father was an attorney. He was an attorney for the jockeys union. He always worked in labor for a long time. He worked with the uh, labor board um, to help with workers' rights. So that was always something that was present when I was a child. And then I, I went right behind him. I went to law school, um, and I became a labor affairs attorney. I was director of labor affairs for the Energy Affairs Administration in Puerto Rico. I was director of union organizer organizing in local SEIU 105 in Denver. I work with the UFCW in Puerto Rico, organizing under um, the campaign for organizing public workers in Puerto Rico. I also, I've I done a lot. Everything from the moment I graduated law school to the point till now has always been in labor law. Now I work for the Denver, um, the city of Denver, um, analyzing contracts and stuff like that in terms of labor. So it's something that has always been close to my heart. I like it. Do you feel that a lot of the times that when we follow those footsteps, basically the people before us, that we have a chance to learn from what they've done and kind of better it or what's it called? Um, like really excel at the craft mm-hmm. rather than just kind of move, go, go with the flow. Well, I definitely expanded my career more than my dad cause I left the Island. So I definitely with my platform, my dad didn't have podcasts back in the day. <laughs> you only had FM radio and AM radio. And that was it. You know, now everybody can be, their own TV show or, or radio host, you know, you just need a mic and a telephone and then you're good. So obviously I can expand my knowledge and my, my beliefs to a large, broader audience than my dad did. So that in and of itself is amazing. He still can wrap his head around what I do. So it's, <laughs> it's interesting to him, but yeah. How do you feel the difference is in Colorado versus Puerto Rico law? Do you see there's a major difference, or do you think that it's pretty much parallel? Uh, well, labor relations-wise, uh, Puerto Rico is way better. You know, Puerto Rico has always been a champion for workers' rights. We have paid maternity leave, Colorado doesn't, and the United States doesn't. We have a specific law that protects women, Law 45, for the United States doesn't. We have um, book Christmas bonuses enacted by law, more holidays. We have a very, very broad... Um, rights in terms of, of labor law and, and workers' rights 
in comparison to the United States. If anything, the United States could learn a thing or two from Puerto Rico. But this country has always been focused on productivity, and it is a country that is more focused on um, employer rights than employee rights. You know, and you can mm -hmm. see it right now, which was happening with labor unions in the United States. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I feel like this kind of came at the perfect time because we got to see it was the um, the actors and writers strike. And then we got to see with the automobile industry, their strike. And there's just a mm -hmm. lot of avenues that are not happy with their pay. They're not yep. happy with the benefits that they're getting. And it feels like no matter how much Democrats are doing better with inflation, it's not it's not meeting the standard for a lot of families that are working hard to to earn a living. And I think mm -hmm. that that's the part where politics comes into play because we know yeah. those who have common sense that yep. a politician can make promises, a lot of promises. Se pueden prometer todo el mundo si quieras, pero solamente mm -hmm. ciertas cosas se pueden completar because yeah. there's a process, right? We have three different branches of government, the legislative, judiciary, and the administrative branch. We have all those things, the Senate, Congress, um, mm -hmm. But people think just because you're president that you can make uh, you can make everything better with just the snap of your fingers. And yeah, that's not how it works. Yeah, so correct. No one is gonna. Yeah, no one is gonna solve inflation. No, no politician. Inflation is a byproduct of uncontrolled capitalism. People need to understand that. The quicker, the better. People think Joe Biden is magically gonna solve the problem of inflation. Inflation is a problem of corporations being greedy and wanting to maximize their profits for the shareholders that's the rule of thumb when it comes to capitalism and because they are not taxed heavily they will only keep hoarding more amounts of wealth and that's a problem of our system it has nothing to do with politicians nobody's going to solve that until we implement an adequate taxation system for the one percent it's i know that i heard i think it was the the ceo of gm um he makes billions of dollars or millions of dollars and he said that the what the workers are are wanting is not possible right supposedly mm -hmm. it's it's impossible and it will never happen it's just a dream sure but if he takes a pay cut everyone else can get paid absolutely You're it's 40 percent of an yeah it's 40 percent of an increment but we are expected in this country to have ceos make incredible amounts of money and be happy with it and some people are that's the weird part some people are completely okay with a small group of humans hoarding all the wealth. You know, meanwhile, we are producing that wealth. They're not producing it. The, G, the CEO of, of, the, of Ford and General Motors and all those uh, car companies are not putting in rivets and doors and radios and cars. That's the workers, you know. So it is understandable when workers are saying, listen, I am creating all this large amount of wealth for you, but you're not paying me adequately in regards to the amount of money that I'm making for you. It's always been a topic of controversy. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know how long the strike is going to go. I know that a lot of people are worried about their next paycheck because those yep. who are protesting are taking time off of their job. They have the right to legally protest, but they're being mm -hmm. looked at by certain people as yeah. clowns or they're wasting their time because nothing's going to change. But yeah. we... We have proven in history if you fight back long enough and mm -hmm. hard enough that you can make a difference. Absolutely. But it's just 
interesting how the Republicans use that as, and I'm not saying that I'm either or. I think that there are some Republicans who have moral standards, and I think that there are some that do not because, for example, John McCain, I thought he had at least morality and he had integrity, sure. but I don't agree with him policy-wise. I mm-hmm. can see where he came from a good place, but then you have people like Matt Gates or Marjorie Taylor Greene who everything is a Democrat problem. But yet they're not mm-hmm. coming up with solutions. And we're yeah. seeing for the first time in our history, because for those who don't know, Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. It's a U.S. territory. Um, there, we're seeing for the first time in our history somebody get ousted out as a speaker. Yep. We're seeing people just going based off of Twitter <laughs> for their information or their evidence during yep. an impeachment inquiry. And mm-hmm. it's just... We've never seen that in our history, even prior to the civil rights movement. Correct. Which is odd. Yeah. Well, you know, if you, the problem is that they are now trying to become these corporate pundits because they are getting paid by super PACs and by corporations that are putting lining up their pockets. So obviously, it's in their best interest to protect the 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 wealth of those corporations and those billionaires and millionaires. I get it, but at the same time, you know, people are complaining and the greatest trick, I always say the greatest trick that millionaires have always pulled against the people of the United States is making them think that poor people are the problem and not them. Mm -hmm. You're not working hard enough. I'm not the problem. I'm working super hard. But in reality, they're not. They're just benefiting on a taxation system that capitalizes on, on, on wealth and taxes it differently than income. And that's something that people don't understand. Billionaires make their money out of capital because capital is taxed differently as income. You can work all you want, but the, the, the week still has 40 hours. And at the end of the day, you're not producing that amount of wealth. You are living off the interest and the fact that you are not taxed you know, properly in regards to the amount of money that you're making from properties, from paintings, from art, from yachts, from stock. There's so many things. But the taxation system, I worked as a tax attorney for a while. The taxation system in the United States is doing what it's designed to do. It's putting money on the wealthy and making poor people poor. That is by design. It's not a mistake. It's not a flaw. It's not a fluke. It's happening because billionaires and millionaires a long time ago designed it that way. And when people fight back, they immediately are like, well, you just need to work harder. If you work hard enough like me, you will have it too. And people have lived with that illusion. They still do. I always find it that, like, I wanted to have generational wealth for one day for my children. But I don't think that that's a, a actual step that I'll ever be able to take because I can work twice as hard as someone else and never sure. get what they're getting. Um, I... I speak Spanish and English, but my Spanish is very mucho. It's like very broken because it was my second language. And sometimes my brain thinks faster than the words come out of my mouth and it'll switch Mm -hmm. from English to Spanish quick. Um, But I get paid at my job just as if I spoke one language, even though I handle both Spanish and English accounts. And I work for, it's a company that does third party government contracts. So I have seen the tax system and how it, hurts mom and pop businesses more than it does someone who has a multi-billion dollar company and i'm like 
how is this fair? You're telling a small business that they can't get their stuff electronically. They, they have to request it by mail, and it mm-hmm. can get lost because of the postal service, and Correct. they'll never receive it. But you're telling these billionaires, oh, you get like a 30% cut, or you can get that tax write-off because you're this bracket. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I it may, yeah. yelling. <laughs> Yeah, it's make, it doesn't make sense because it's not supposed to make sense. It's like the algorithms on stock. You know, it's supposed to be complicated. They don't want you to understand it. Right. I just really did not feel that we would be at this place where it seems like everyone is trying so hard to make it. Even people who believe, I heard you on your live yesterday, I think, where mm-hmm. you said that you paid because you're going to go to Florida soon for an event. Yeah, Thursday, um, tomorrow, you, actually. No, you paid Thursday. for your hotel, right? No, I am paying for my flight and my hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, TikTok is not paying me a single cent for that. And that comes out of your pocket. Do you get that to tax write-off or no, since it's technically business? <sighs> sure, I could do that. But it, it's not – Well, I, I, I haven't even claimed my taxes yet because this is the year where I'm starting to make income like on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So my taxes are due next year, and I'll find out. If the deductions and all that, yeah, I can definitely put it as an expenditure. But it, it's we make more money for them than they do for us as content creators. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a business deal for them. Yeah, because they get traffic and they get ads. I got some sponsors, but I'm not making TikTok is out of everyone. TikTok pays the worst. They're not very good with money. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's wild because we do see some people that look like they're living this luxu- like very luxurious life. Yeah. Um, como dice mi abuela, están viendo de los piperis nice. Que están bien de caché, lujosos. Okay. She thinks that like they're yeah. making millions of dollars. I'm like, no, they're really not. They probably buy them no. on Amazon like everybody else. Because yeah. Well, not, not, I have my own job. Like I have a job with the city. This is just for kicks. You know, I don't make, I don't make like a quarter of what I make in my real job. Like, this is just for kicks. Like, I couldn't live off TikTok. If I was a YouTuber and I had this amount of followers, yeah, definitely. YouTube pays a lot more. They pay, like, quadruple what I make on TikTok. But it's d- difficult to migrate that to, to YouTube, and I haven't... I might start a podcast soon. I'm still thinking about it because it's time-consuming. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> regular job and you should know. And I don't sleep... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and there's editing, yeah. We're all trying to make it as Americans in this country, but that, that myth that you be a billionaire, too, you have to understand that most of the wealth in the United States is inherited. And inherited wealth is taxed differently as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always joked around because my mom says that, you know, like, those un, my uncle used to say, un taco de ojo no hace nada mal. So it's like the people that you have a celebrity crush on or whatever, like you can go ahead and have your eye taco, but it's when you touch it, que te hace daño. <laughs> I'm like, yep. okay. And my mom, I remember when Prince, that was her one of her favorite artists, and she used to always say that he was my dad. And I'm like, that can't be because one, you're an Afro-Latina, two, Papi is light, and then he, he's an Afro-American, he's black, so that doesn't make sense because I'm white passing. That doesn't make sense. If you're the long lost daughter of Prince, you're gonna make a lot of money. <laughs> right? You just have to prove it. That would be a good joke. I was like, yeah, I, I can go and claim my inheritance now. And she's like, that's not funny, and she's all crying. <laughs> that's awesome. That's hilarious. 
But oh, we have jokes like that, and I think that Latinos specifically, everything can be a joke. Um, mm-hmm. They find the humor in everything, even in the sadness, because yeah, we do. my dad, too, says that Talia used to be his girlfriend, supposedly. Who knows? I don't know. I think he's just <laughs> fantasizing it. <laughs> maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> maybe. I'm like, I don't know where you got that from. Or Salma Hayat, he dated her, supposedly, but I doubt it. You know? There you go. You never know, right? <laughs> but I feel like we can find the humor in pretty much anything i like when you laugh in your content when you find the joke in somebody else's comment to your content oh yeah it's it's almost like you're roasting them you're looking at a stand-up but it's not really a <laughs> i am roasting them but people i always say that people roast themselves you know i just laugh about it like i had a guy yesterday come in and say that christopher columbus didn't murder any any tainos in puerto rico and i started laughing <laughs> I was like, you're you're crazy. And then he doubled down and he said, well, he was just there for a couple of hours. So he wasn't responsible for colonization. I'm like, if if you give somebody a map on how to rob your house, that you're going to be accused of robbing that house even if you don't rob it because you gave somebody a map. Same thing with slavery. He took 400 Tainos out and 200 of those died at sea because of slavery. Does that mean he didn't kill anyone because he didn't do it in the land of Puerto Rico? But people get lost in semantics because they're dumb. That's the problem with, like, and, and listen, and that's where the lawyer skill comes in, right? I have an ability to call people on their bullshit and take their arguments that are flawed and break them down to the point where it's like you see that you're just making this up, you know? But human beings, that's why people dislike me because I have a, that ability to break down bullshit and, 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 and hone it in. If you have an argument that's flawed, I will... I will put you to tax, you know, and I'll laugh about it because I got tired of making, you know, people, my content is controversial because people think, oh, well, this guy, you know, he's, 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 he's mean. I, I heard that comment a lot. I mean, or I am like, oh, you know, you have hate in your heart. Not really. I want to help people. But at the same time, I won't allow a bully to thrive in my environment. If you come here to bully, I'm going to bully you. And I'm very good at it. I'm, be- I'm better than you at it. And that's why people, that's why I love Drew. Drew, I follow it and her content because she takes misogynist men and she puts them in their place. Men hate it. Yeah. You know, but because they're used to women taking it like a champ and not saying anything back. And I think that's what's happening with Latinos too. They are used to Latino being these docile creatures that should thank you and kiss your feet because you gave us citizenship. No, yeah. we don't owe you anything. It's it's hard, especially when I when I thought you're like, and you're Puerto Rican, they don't even really like you. Like, what do you, do you think? Just because you're white passing, that it doesn't apply to you? And I'm like, no, it doesn't apply because they see the Puerto Rican flag. Yeah. And I'm driving my car, and they're gonna automatically know that yeah. either me or someone I know mm-hmm. is Puerto Rican. They're not sure yeah. exactly as that. That's the case um, with Victor Nieves. He's he's trying to pass as white because a lot of Puerto Ricans do that. A lot of Puerto Ricans want to benefit. Uh, not even Puerto Ricans, Latinos in general, the Latina community. There's a lot of white passing Latinos that want to benefit from having proximity to whiteness. And a lot of people did it back in the Jim Crow era. Um, that were white, black folks that were lighter in color, treated differently by their masters and by their peers because they were white passing. That's a, it's a thing. It still is to this day. Cubans are like the masters at that, and they hate me. I'm going to go to Miami, and I'm going to need a bodyguard. They really don't like me. 
you know, because I call Cuba the KKK of the Caribbean, and they got angry. I'm like, you're, you're 76% of you voted for Trump, and a lot of you think you're white. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of Latinos agree with me on that one. <laughs> they were like, yeah, you're right. It was like, you can get angry all you want, you know, and now they're angry at the policies that have been enacted on them on immigration. They didn't give a shit when people got deported, but now they eliminated parole for Cubans, which benefited them because they could apply for citizenship in one year and then get it quicker. They eliminated that, so a lot of them are getting deported, and now they hate immigration policies. I'm like, but you didn't hate immigration policies when Mexicans were getting deported. Mm-hmm. And now you're being asked, and especially in Florida, because that's where I haven't bought anything that ships from Florida or yeah. anything since. Don't. Uh, <laughs> dumbass legislation. Yeah, don't. Like, Florida, it's no. a problem. No. That, that economy needs to collapse so that they learn a lesson. That's why I loved it when immigrants left. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the, they... The, yeah. yeah, exactly. How are you going to say you have to leave, but I'm the one building your houses. I'm the one that's picking the produce. Mm-hmm. Work it. Yeah, you're... No estás haciendo nada para, para tu estado y andas quejándote de, de que todo, todos te deben. Piensan que los, los latinos o los inmigrantes no pagan impuestos. Pagan impuestos, pero nunca reciben el beneficio de los Correcto. impuestos. Correcto. And for those who don't know, I'm basically saying immigrants do pay taxes. I know that my uncle listens and he doesn't understand Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they pay taxes, but they don't, they don't benefit from tax breaks like anyone else. No. And I stopped buying. I like to work out. I probably go about four or five times a week, and that's just for my own sanity because sometimes I'm like, I need to just let, get out, let some aggression out. Yeah, me as well. That piss you off. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of emails because on our website, we have an email there, and I get a lot of emails there that are just dumb. Mm-hmm. Um especially about us being women because mm-hmm. my other my friend and my cousin on the other podcast they are women as well yep. and I don't ever bring that up because it's like you guys don't have to deal with what I have to deal with as the person who is editing and the person who's checking the emails and things like that so I leave it mm-hmm. alone yeah but I my favorite company is from Florida and they're my favorite clothes because they're good quality but they're not super expensive so I mm-hmm. haven't bought from them almost in a year and I'm like I need new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult. It's difficult. It's difficult. It is. But I see yeah. a lot of people like yourself who speak out for Latin, Latine or Latinx, for those who don't know. And I also hear a lot of people like Edin Enamorado, um, Carlos Espina. A lot of mm-hmm. them talk about how we deserve to be treated as equal. And we have rights. But I feel like the media doesn't cover it as much as they should. Like of course. In California, so I see a lot of vendors on a daily, especially on my feed, getting targeted by other people. Um, of course. There was a couple in Florida that era un puesto de fruta, so he was just selling fruit, and they knocked over his whole his whole setup. I'm like, happens all the time. Wasted food. Yeah, happens all the time. Food. It's horrible. And Christians, right? You're not oh yeah. Deny bread. Yeah. No. No. There's nothing. There's no hate like Christian love. <laughs> you see, that's one thing that I, I, 
I'm not super religious. I'm not. I believe that there's a higher power, and I believe that there is good in people. And I, I was raised Catholic. Um, but we all were. Try to push people into that faith or into yeah. my belief. Why? Because we're different. Yeah. And I just don't understand why some people will will use their Christian ideals mm-hmm. to put a stamp on women, specific, specifically mm-hmm. about abortion. Yeah. And. I'm like, that has nothing to do with it. Abortion has nothing to do with your religious faith. Correct. In reality, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with either if you were assaulted by somebody um, or if it wasn't planned and maybe you're not in the best financial circumstances to be able to raise a child. Yeah. Um, I also heard on your one of your videos, you mentioned yeah. it was a comment that someone said, what if the person gets pregnant? And the mm-hmm. other person offers to adopt the child that's there. Correct. Correct. Um, or sign over rights. Would you voice your opinion? Mm-hmm. I agreed with you where yeah. you should not try to convince the person to go through with the pregnancy that they don't necessarily want. Never. Um, because I've seen it happen. I had a friend in high school that he moved to Florida <laughs> and then yeah. he got with somebody. Mm-hmm. She got pregnant. But she didn't want the baby, and he voiced his opinion, and he mm-hmm. he made a poll about it, saying that you know who thinks that I should be able, that my child should not be terminated, and I'm like that's not your choice. Correct. Because at the end of the day, if you bow out and you leave her with that responsibility by herself, mm-hmm. she would have been right in her guess that yeah. okay, I should have just done this. And what if she has preeclampsia and dies? You're not gonna right. be the one risking your life. It's very easy for me to look at you jumping from a pressure and be like, hey, when you get down there, can you get me some berries? Because I can't get them, but you can. But if your parachute doesn't deploy and you die, then I don't get my berries, but at least I'll ask. It's a very easy way of decentering yourself and disconnecting yourself from a woman. But the problem is that a lot of men out there view women as incubators, not as people. You know, they think, well, just give me this like it's a thing, like a soda. Just give me the baby. No, you're not going to have the risk. You're not going to have the gain weight. You're not going to have the hormone imbalance. You're not going to have everything. You're just like a sperm donor. And literally, that's why I said, once you donate that sperm, it's over for you. You are out of the equation. But a lot of men think that because a woman is different because they can give life, well, they can tell them what to do. It is the most Neanderthal bullshit ever created by Christianity and by patriarchy and by men. It's horrific. And the problem is that these men keep finding women to marry them. That's the worst part. Women, keep, women are uh, a large contributor of, of patriarchy. It's very sad. Go to a church on a Sunday and you'll see it's full of women. Packed yeah, yeah. to the brim. Majority of it. And they're supporting a system that is patriarchal in nature, in nature which is the church. Mm-hmm. Religion and church is patriarchal in nature. They can say they're not all they want, but that's not the case. It's not the truth. It's a system designed by men for men to be benefited, where women are just like an assistant. Mm-hmm. Since the inception of the Genesis, first there was men and then the women from the rib. That's, yeah. that's, that's them... The person who is writing all, all this bullshit, telling you, just remember your place. I go first, and then you were created. You think men didn't do that shit on purpose? The Bible was written by men. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, people don't. 
People, yeah, but people don't realize that. And and you tell them, and then you're like, oh, you're going to hell, you're blah, 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 and then the diatribe comes, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, women are learning now, which the, with, they're calling it the great divorce, right, where women are finally gaining their voice and their freedom, and it's like, I don't need you, I have my money, I have my work, I have my worth. Mm-hmm. Back in the 70s, I needed your signature, but now it's like to get a mortgage or something. Now you're not needed, and men hate it. There's nothing more that patriarchy hates than not being needed. Yeah, I I did a video on my TikTok a while ago where I stitched somebody, and it they were basically talking about the term independent woman, what it really means to some men. To some men, they use it because they want it to be women are difficult, women are high maintenance, or sure. they expect too much. I see it as they're trying to use independent women as a crutch to say that women are difficult. But in reality, it means I don't need you to survive. I can, I can get a job. I can earn my own money. And when I put that out there, literally the dumbest comments came. One said that I was going to have like a hundred cats. I don't even literally. Yeah. That the cat (laughs) argument has always come up that you're going to die old and with cats and you're going to, be alone and blah 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 it's scarcity mindset it's i said it and the video went viral men want to make women feel like there's a scarcity that your worth comes from being with me but if you're not with me you're worthless nobody's going to want you because you're no you're not going to get respect if you're not with a man you're not going to be protected you're not it's all bullshit these things that men are creating to make women feel like they need their they need men but in reality, nobody needs anybody, really. It's just companionship. We want it because we crave it, but not because we need it. But men, for the longest time, got away with it. They got away with shitty behavior. Telling women, well, if you're not with me, you're going to be screwed because the, the cowboys are going to come and the Indians and take you from your home. Because back in the day, it was like that, right? But this is not like 1848 anymore. Like It's, it's a different era. Yeah. 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 And I thought it was interesting when one man, because uh, he... I don't know where he got the question. He was like, then what's your body count? And I'm like, what does that have to do with my video? What does that have to do with the video? My video is basically saying that independent women should not be judged for the fact that they can earn their own income and be able to survive on their own. They want yeah. to share life events with you. That's the difference. The body and count, uh, the, yeah. Go ahead. And I was like, I just don't understand where that's coming from. I'm like, do you realize that I'm somebody, you must have a sister or a mom or somebody. I'm somebody's sister. I'm somebody's mm-hmm. daughter. Do you have yeah. children? Do you have nieces? Se enojó tanto. Tanto, tanto que empezó con un pinche drama de, de que yo era una mala mujer, que yo le estaba juzgando cuando era una pregunta sencilla. Like, no, it's not. I went yeah. and looked on his profile. He does have daughters. You're a girl dad. Yeah. That's why it pissed you off that I said, do you have daughters? I hope yeah. no one talks to your daughters the way you just talked to me. And my dad has TikTok. Yeah. I'm going to see your comments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the men that are like that are just because they're, 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 they're the, the body count one is, is interesting because it's just men being insecure of other men mm-hmm. because they don't have the ability to get someone who, to have sexual relationships with them like women do. And they hate it. But the only men that are upset about body count are the ones that are not part of the count. I've always said this. I'm not upset by it because I know I am an attractive male that is tall and has no problem securing a woman or a relationship. Most men that say shit like that are men that are like 
not taking care of themselves. They're broke. They're ugly. They don't have anything going for them. They don't go to the gym. They don't work on their persona. They don't have any type of interesting charisma. They're just dumb. I say it all the time. I say, and they hate me. The most amount of hate that I've gotten ever on TikTok, you know when it was? The moment I became single. <laughs> because they saw me as a threat. They, they immediately thought, is my wife looking at this dude thinking shit? They hate it. They hate it. Men hate the fact that I am single. And women say it in the comments. They're like, now, they, now they're really going to hate you. Because they see you as a threat. They see the possibility of, of, of their women. Or, or women that they want follow you. That's another one. That's, I became the new Jewel follower, right? She says that all the time. They hate, they, the woman that you like follows me. It's the same thing. The women that they want follow me. There's a, a, a very beautiful girl that follows me, that she's friends with me. And she's like a, she does these thirst trap videos. And it, men are like melting over her. She's Puerto Rican. She's yeah. beautiful. And I will go in the live and she'll be like, so Luisito, when are you coming to visit me? And they fucking hated that. They were like, when are you coming to hang out with me? And, and I was like, I don't know. I'll find the time one day. We'll meet for dinner or whatever. And don't go out with him. He's a piece of shit. He's all of that. And I'm like, look at them. They, get, they go nuts. Yeah. Men, men are insecure in nature. You know? And then they want to project that insecurity on you as a woman. Yeah. They hate it. They don't like it. No. And I've noticed because on my Let's Have Loud podcast, which you guys can go on to the link tree and access it on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, um, we recently had a guest. And when we were talking about healthy breakups, if it's okay to be in contact with your ex, I don't think so. I think that if you're no longer together and you were physically together, that you should just leave things as they are because you don't know how the other person may feel. They may have yeah. underlining feelings where they want you back or whatever. Mm. And he said, what if they, um, what if they have a business with their ex? And I said, I probably would not feel comfortable dating them. And I probably wouldn't if I'm being honest. And he said, he can give you the world. He goes, if he can give you the world. And I said, he doesn't need to give me anything. Mm. I can buy my own house. I can buy my own car. I can work. Yeah. My friend said that we do need men, and then she brought up being able to reproduce. I said no because it's a transaction. So if I wanted to go by myself and get a sperm bank, I'm purchasing sperm. I know what that relationship is. I'm not asking for the donor to give me anything, no money, no cars, mm -hmm. no nothing. I already got what I wanted. And so yeah. it's the same, I think, in life because not always is the person who you're with going to be with you to raise a child. So – it's a transaction that comes out with the best, I think, reward, which is your child. Um, even though it's difficult to raise children, <laughs> I don't have any, but I know it's difficult and I'm waiting because I like my sleep. <laughs> Me too. Um, she, <laughs> she was like, no, you do. And my cousin is like, no, we need each other. Her whole thing is we need each other. Both men mm -hmm. need women and women need men. We want to have each other. We want that companionship. We want someone to share moments with. Yeah. But when do you put your foot down in a relationship? Do you do it when there's disrespect? Because if there's no level of equality, they don't see you as their equal. Has there ever been respect in your relationship? If Correct. you don't even care that I can make my own choice for my body? Correct. Correct. That's a huge one, right? Everything has to line up. But the problem is that there's a lot of men out there that have the misogynistic mindset of protect, provide. You know, I give you money. I protect you, blah, blah, blah. 
then I have like automated sex and you know it it's a very shitty transactional thing where men don't view it as I want to get to know you as a person or do I just want you for sex even if I don't like you and it's a controversy with with men that are mediocre that haven't done the expansion of the mind and reading and thinking and educating themselves you know thank god I don't like men I say it all the time I would never want to be gay not because I'm homophobic I have a lot of gay men that follow me and that even like me sexually and they tell me I have no problem with that. But I personally don't find men interesting. I said it on a, on a, on a, on a video and people hated me for it. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't, I find women interesting. I can have like a conversation with you my, right now, but with most men, it always go back, goes back and it's reduced to either sports or cars or achievements or money. It's always that. But when the conversation gets deeper and more complex, then some of them are like left out. I would say like probably 10% of the population of men are different in that sense that they are well-rounded. They are physically taken care of. They know how to do things and provide for themselves. They're professionals. They're highly educated. They make a good amount of money. Those men are rare. You know, yeah, it's slim yeah. pickings for women out there. But I have family members too that are that are gay, um, and I have a couple that are trans, and I've had to say bye to to friends. Um, and family that have made comments and that I don't agree with. Yeah. Because you judge them because of who they love, but you can't yet you treat your your woman like she's a piece of shit. You don't Correct. treat her with the same respect. And then you yeah. get mad when someone else does, even if mm. they're not physically interested in that person. Correct. So they're protecting Yeah, they're protecting the sanctity of marriage that is marriage that's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the sanctity of marriage. Let me go and beat up my wife now. It's stupid. It's a lie. The vast majority of divorces are filed by heterosexual couples, not by gay ones. So it's like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> but, you know, again, it's patriarchy. It's religion. It's all, it always goes back to the same thing, right? It's an infinity circle. Um, yeah, it's dumb. This country is, you know, you know, Listen, do you know what the problem is with the United States of America? This country says it's progressive, but it's not. Mm -hmm. The first thing I saw when I got here was women were taking men's names. You can't do that shit in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, if you get married, you keep your name. But patriarchy does a good job of stripping you immediately if you're a woman in the United States. Give me that name. Now you're wearing my name. The hell is that? Why? It comes from the times of the nights and the feuds and the fucking, you know... It's a very antiquated system, and women land on it, and they land on it happily. They go to those weddings, and they're smiling because they lost their name. Yeah. It's wild. No, my, my dad, um, he, so my mom and my dad, for the longest time, they didn't get married. I think I was about eight or nine when they got married. So me and my sister have already been around forever. She's four years older than me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my sister has a different mom. But it was just interesting now that I'm older and you mm -hmm. think of the future and my cousin had asked me if I would ever take someone else's last name and I said no <laughs> it was like what why because wouldn't you want to have the same last name as your as your children like they can hyphenate it right so if I have a child with my husband we can yeah. hyphenate it they do the same shit in Mexico in Mexico yeah. they have both parents last name in Puerto Rico they have both parents last name yeah and the the crappy part is when it's a passport sometimes or like a uh, driver's license I've seen them mm. where they've messed up my grandma's last name and they'll put like one of them as a middle name and the other one is her last name but they're that happens to me name. but that's their problem that's a patriarchy problem that they need to solve 
But it, it's all like this country is not progressive at all. They say they're progressive, but there's a the and even with men, women will go out with me and be like, "You are so different." And I'm like, "It's not that I'm different. It's that you're used to patriarchy. You're used to men that are very, um, especially white men. You know, you're used to men that don't have to work much to get you, because mm -hmm. white men are the standard." I am an anomaly. I am different because I am dark skinned. But I see white men that look less better than me get women that are beautiful. And it's because patriarchy has taught women that I can be mediocre as a white male and still get you. Because there's a few far in between of us. And you are benefiting from white whiteness. White supremacy is horrible when it comes to interpersonal relationships and dating in the United States. It permeates. It on, all, on all sides where it's you'll have those who don't know better because they're not taught better. Um, I did four years of JROTC, which is like a junior recruits um, program in high school you can do instead of PE. And yeah. I remember one time I was doing my work. I was doing my assignment because I was in charge of inventory and I was also in charge of public relations. So basically any articles that we were going to do and things like that. Right. And one of the boys said if I was religious and I said, not really. I don't know where that question is coming from, but no. And he goes, well, he goes, do you believe in, in the Bible? I'm like, I guess. I don't know. Like, I didn't know where he was going with this. So I wanted to see where he was going. He goes, come give me a massage. Because in the Bible, it says this, this, and this about men. And I said, you're nobody to me. Who are you? You're nobody. You're not my papi. You're not my abuelo. You're nobody. Like, yeah. <laughs> go yeah. do your work. Religion is wild. I would, I would be single. For the rest of my life, that was his comment. And I said, well, you're not even my boyfriend. So at the end of the day, it doesn't even hurt that you're saying that. Yep. I feel sorry for your future wife. <laughs> I'm not going to be taking a time out of my day, out of my work schedule to do something for you that you're not even like nobody to me. Correct. That's fail. Like, yeah. No. That's, that's the problem with, with patriarchy and white supremacy and religion. It's all tied up. These mm -hmm. men think they're entitled to shit. It's weird. And I believed a lot like you where the book was written by men to benefit men. I don't, I think they interpreted what they wanted for their benefit and that they've spread that out for a lot of people. And now they're holding it to such a high standard. But at the same time, it's like, you don't even listen to your own shit because it says he who is free of sin casts the first stone and you're throwing stones at everybody. So I don't really understand the difference between what I believe, which is being a good person and treating everybody no. as a human being no. And you're mad because I don't believe what you believe? Like, you want me to be able to believe what you want? Yeah. It makes sense. The Bible in the United States is a, is a convenient 7-Eleven store. Like, it's people go and they pick what they need and what they want and what's convenient, and the other stuff, they just leave it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. They just do. But it's, yeah. an, it's a failing argument. Because it's like that's why I never, I almost never talk about religion in my in my in my videos because it's people get riled up and and angry and it's like listen, I, you can believe in whatever you want to believe, but don't tell me what I need to believe in. Don't make your religion law. Don't go into the, con the Congress and be like, abortion is illegal because God says that He's the only one that can take life. I have a problem with that. I have a big problem with that because it's like, what's next, right? Mm -hmm. Are we going to stone women because, you know, they were unfaithful? Are we going to, you know, 
Because it, it keeps compounding. With these people, you have to understand something. With religious pundits, it keeps compounding. It starts little. This one thing, right? Privacy rights. Roe v. Wade. The next one is going to be, well, now we're not going to allow interracial marriages because we're in a case of privacy rights within the Constitution. So we can keep going. They get more and more creative. White supremacists, religious MAGA pundits, they, they'll keep pushing the envelope until they can't, you know, <laughs> anymore. But, yeah. In fact, they did that in Tennessee. In Tennessee, it is against the law to marry someone of a different race. Yeah, they did it. I'm like, how, how can you tell me that I can't marry someone who's black just because I look white passing? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, mm -hmm. if I were actually white, my last name was Winters, and I wanted to marry somebody who was a different ethnicity of me, whether they're Chinese, Indian, whatever it may be, I can't do that because you say so? But are you going to finance me? And they did it for same-sex couples, too. And that's what I don't understand as someone who has family members that are, are gay and they've been partners for years. Yeah, they may not be married. Maybe they don't want to be married. That's on them. Um, mm -hmm. Or you have someone who is a transgender family member. They, they are who they are. You yeah. cannot make that yeah. any less valuable to them. And yeah. they do want to put a astaki for a lot of people who are wanting to express who they are openly mm -hmm. because it yeah. makes them uncomfortable. That's why I tell people, I never vote Republican. Never vote Republican. Ever. Mm -mm. I say it openly because the, I would rather deal with two factions of Democrats, like the moderates and the really far-leaning left and the ones that are uh, fiscally conservative, but I don't want to deal with Republicans. GOP is different. It's a different breed. Mm -hmm. Those need to be like eradicated. And then we create new parties within the Democratic system of the Democratic Party. But Republicans? No. They're... And they haven't won the popular vote in 20 years because people are done with them. They're like, you people are like dinosaurs. We don't want to deal with your crazy shit anymore. Right. You're, you're supported by a racist party, the KKK, publicly endorsed. You eliminated abortion rights and took us back to the 1970s. Mm -hmm. You are like putting immigration uh, restrictions based solely on race because you're not telling Canadians and Germans to leave. You know, it's horrible. No, these people are crazy. I don't know how people can vote Republicans still, but, you know. No, and especially people of color, which I've noticed. Oh. Like, we have the Republican candidate Vivek Ramaswamy, mm. who doesn't want people, once they turn 18, to be able to vote. They have to take the immigration exam to see yeah. if they can vote. And I'm like, first of all, no. And then he brags about how he was born here, but his parents are residents, I believe. He, I don't think they're even he's, a, he, he's an anchor baby. His dad is not even a citizen. It's stupid. It, and listen, it's, it's all... These Republican coons are playing games. You know, There's a lot of, of people of color out there that are playing the white man's game, doing the bidding. It's dumb. And what, in, in your opinion, because I've seen a lot of people talk about it, especially John Leguizamo, which people know him as John Leguizamo because um, he pronounces it wrong on purpose. Yeah. People don't pronounce his name right. Um, <laughs> he, he talked about how Latino Republicans are really good about going on radio shows, going on TV, and promoting themselves. Where do you think that liberals or Democrats that are Latino are going wrong with the messaging of their party? That's a fantastic question. 
I don't think that we are doing. I, I don't think that the argument is what are we doing wrong as Democrats. I think that the 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 Republicans are more effective of, as at lying. Mm. You know, you have two different types of humans: one that that doesn't bullshit people, and the other one that is masterfully good at manipulation and lying. And Republicans have done a fantastic job of making people think that socialism and communism is going to come via the Democrats. And you have a lot of immigrants that come from these policies of socialism and communism and scarcity, and they are eating, they're gobbling it up. Cubans, Venezuelans, some Dominicans, even Puerto Ricans that have been brainwashed by religion and by a bunch of other shit um, by colonizing them and having that colonizer, colonized mindset. And people just eat it up. They believe the lie. So it's not really that we're not being effective. Democrats are, are just like putting out a product that is they think it sells by itself, but it's not. And, Demo and the Republicans are selling you on a product that is basically a shitty vacuum cleaner, but they're very good at selling it. Yeah, they make you, you know. look, make you think it's brand new, but when you go to plug it in, it's a piece of shit that doesn't work. <laughs> Correct. And mm -hmm. I me dio coraje. Cuando yeah. escuché que quieren invadir a México, because my my mom is Mexican and my grandfather's from Michoacán, Mexico, and it, my grandmother is also from Mexico, so it's like they're crazy. When you hear that you want to invade, that will be your next step the day after presidency. Like, who are you? ¿Quién te crees? Well, Trump is openly Trump Trump is openly saying that he's going to execute people, mm -hmm. and he will. Don't get me wrong. He is literally telling you that he is going to run a fascist government. Mm -hmm. And he, he'll do it. And he, he might win. That's what people, people don't understand. The same thing happened with Hitler. When you read the history of uh, Nazi Germany, people think that it was like, oh, he came in and he like imposed his shit. No. People voted for him. People wanted Hitler. He was a, 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 he admired by the people. Yeah. But what did he do? He did, he did what the Republican Party is doing. Those people are, those Jews, they're coming to get you. They're going to take your jobs. They're going to fucking this, this, and this. And that's what Trump is doing. Those immigrants, they're going to kill the, these people are killing babies. They take the baby out of the womb and they execute it. But the mother doesn't want it in California. It's, people believe that shit. And then they vote for him. And when he's in power... He's going to say, well, now we're going to eliminate the Constitution so I can rule forever because who needs that shit? He already suggested that one time. And people were like, yeah, that's how fascism starts. And then when he, that's why the government of the United States wants them in jail. Mm -hmm. they, they, they know. Colorado, I think, was the one that is trying to use, I forgot what amendment. Uh, he doesn't even qualify as a candidate because... Correct. Um, Constitution says... Um, I forgot. I think it's 17th. Yeah, that says that anybody that has been accused of a uh, treason and overthrowing the government by force um, cannot run as a president, you know, with violence, um, insurrection. But, yeah, and, they, and he can't run on the ballot in Colorado. You know, if they if they rule it to be so, it will go all the way to the Supreme Court. But you know how it is with the Supreme Court now. They're they're yeah. Republicans, so it's like. But yeah, he is very dangerous to democracy. He's a threat to it. So it's a situation. 
I I wish that more states would get involved in that sense because I think that here, especially California, because if he if that's what it says in the Constitution, supposedly the Republicans are the party of law and order, supposedly, but they haven't shown that in years um, that he shouldn't qualify. Period. He should mm-hmm. not. If that's what it says in the Constitution, and I think it was just this last year where he said that. They they should get rid of the Constitution. Weren't you running on that in 2016 that the Constitution, we needed to live by that, and that was, like, the yeah. standard? So I just don't understand how I don't get it. And como dice mi papi, no tratas de entender porque nunca va a ser sentido. No va a tener razón. Mm-hmm. I, I do believe that don't try to understand because you'll never understand what doesn't make sense because they don't even know what's going on. They're Correct. confused about it. Yeah, it's um, difficult. It's very uncomfortable because, it, you know, again, he might win. You know, that's a problem, you know, and that's why the government, the powers that be, want him in prison. They're like, this motherfucker is going to destabilize everything, and we, we can't have that happen. And he has a large base, large base. 27 million voted for him. I just don't know what it's going to take for people to finally see the bullshit because i mean he he just got found liable right for fraud um and when it comes to real estate and business in, yeah. in new york he's a crook falsifying. and I, I still don't think that that's going to do it people are going to be like he's a good businessman not really did you not <laughs> he was found liable he was yeah but cult, cult members they're cult members cult members will believe whatever they need to believe they will tell lies to themselves because that's what cult members do they need to be the program that's the problem. Yes. And I think I'm going to... And I think that's something that... that um, I think that's something that's what? I'm sorry? Um, I think that that's something that it's not talked about, how cult-like ideals does seem to be the driving force in politics. Um, sometimes it depends on the situation. On his case, for sure, it's a problem. But it's something that it's not going to solve itself, you know? It, it, it people will believe what they want to believe, and it's, it's it's so hard to control that. But you do what you can to manage expectations, you know. Let's get into that. So we did touch on um, white supremacy being the biggest the biggest downfall of our, of this country. Yes. There's this book, A War Against All Puerto Ricans. I recommend Correct. that everybody reads it. It does it does express how colonization affected a whole island of people. And yes. I feel like this needs to be taught, but because people are afraid of critical race theory, they don't want to teach it in schools. It's banned in four schools, universities. And then the People's History of the United States is also a book that's banned. I think Arkansas was one of the first ones to mm-hmm. ban it from universities. Yeah. In your opinion, the book of war against Puerto Ricans, what do you think the biggest messaging from it is if you've read it yourself? Oh, yeah, I read it, read it twice. Yeah, Nelson Dennis did a fantastic job in the book War, War Against All Puerto Ricans because it, it, it really breaks down the true history of Puerto Rico and the colonization process by the United States. But it doesn't whitewash it, you know? Mm-hmm. It mentions a lot of, of how the, the gringos stole the, domino sh- the sugar from us and created the Domino Sugar Company without giving us reparations for it. It tells on the experimentation on women with the contraceptive pill that sterilized a bunch of Puerto Rican women. It tells about the stories of the bombings in Vieques and how it affected the people of Vieques. It tells the story on how a lot of Puerto Ricans were imprisoned and killed 
for wanting independence for Puerto Rico, including Don Pedro Albizu Campo, who was later poisoned with radiation on a federal prison. So it's a lot of harsh realities that people don't want the American people to know, you know, the government. It's, it's very difficult, but I think they did a masterful job at it. The problem with CRT is that white people have split the narrative, the racist ones, in saying, well, we're going to be punished for it. No, it's not about you being punished for your history. It's about accountability and understanding how white supremacy affected that and your children making it actively a better world moving forward by practicing, you know, anti-racism and understanding where things are coming from and what it's like to, to work with disadvantaged communities. It, there's a lot of moving parts to it. But obviously, you know, the GOP and the racist white people that are over there are going to reduce it to, well, there's just discrimination against whites. It's right. It's easier to take that road because it's simple for the poorly educated that they love to get their votes from to just reduce it to like, oh, they're going against us, but we haven't done anything wrong. Those were the bad people a hundred years ago. We haven't done shit. Meanwhile, they're still upholding systems of white supremacy, which is funny. Yeah, that's why I when I read this book, it made sense to me why my father's mother doesn't speak Spanish, even though mm -hmm. her parents did. Because at one point it was against the law for Puerto Ricans in the island to speak Spanish in public settings. So they yep. could only do it at home. So oh, it happened to me. doesn't do it. Really? Yeah, it happened to all, yeah, it's happened to all of us in Puerto Rico as well, where they tell you you need to speak like perfect English, proper English. Don't speak Spanish in public sometimes, depending on where you're at. Even though we're U.S. citizens, we still, there's a large part of the population of Puerto Rico that wants to be accepted, that wants to be part of that gringo community, that wants the white jacket, the spicy whites, we call it. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, that was a friend of mine, DT Bro, I'm stealing his bit. <laughs> but he called it the spicy whites, right? There's, there's Latinos that want to be white. They want proximity to whiteness. It's disgusting. It's, yeah. Do you think it's because they want protection? They think that that will protect them from a lot of... Screen? No. I think they want acceptance. Mm. I think they want a seat at the table. I think they want to feel like they are the same as white people. The sad part is they never will be, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't realize that. They don't realize that they'll, they're cannon fodder. They'll be used and discarded. The perfect example of that is Enrique Tarrio, the Cuban insurrectionist and leader of the Proud Boys who had the largest sentence of all the people that were involved in the insurrection, he had the longest one. I believe it was 20 or 22 years, something like that. Yeah. You know, they made an example. Of, yeah, they made an example of him. They said, you're not white. You can't do white folk shit. You can do that in your own time, but you can't do it against the government. These white folk, they'll get like three or four years, but they're just dumb. But you are a dumb Negro, which is worse. Yeah. You're a dumb Latino Negro who thinks he can commit insurrection against the U.S. government. No, you're going to jail for a long time. They made an example of him, and I'm glad. I'm glad it happened, and I'm glad that he's Cuban. I say it publicly. I don't give a shit, because it, it, th those are the ones that are kissing the most ass. Statistically speaking, nobody votes more for Republican views than Cubans. They're the highest number, 76%. And they're the ones who are being made an example of thinking, oh, you're going to defend, because he was defending Donald Trump. That's what he was doing. That yeah. January 6th is a defense on Donald Trump because of a stolen election. 
And Enrique Tario did the white man's bidding and he paid the ultimate price and he is the ultimate example of what happens when you try to align with white supremacy being a, per a person of color. I loved it. It was serendipity. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> She's Colombian and Cuban. Her mom's Cuban. And I said, oh, look, you're paisano. <laughs> She's like, stop it. No. And I was like, you, yeah. you know, your people shall know I didn't vote for him. <laughs> yeah. That video, got, that video that I posted about him got me, I think it was 50,000 likes and well over 350,000 views. It got reported, like mass reported. I imagine all those Cubans just going into their, their fucking phone, be real angry. I, appe I appealed it. They took it down. I appealed it, and they put it right back up. It's still in there. <laughs> <laughs> I made a comment on one of your videos, and it got taken down because apparently I was bullying. And I was like, no, all I said was that when you do piece of shit things, you're going to get treated like a piece of shit. That's just what it is. Ain't that the truth. Yeah, ain't... I bet you it was someone que habla muy bien español que lo pudo leer, porque si yeah. no, no one who was white could just possibly be like, oh, yeah. she's saying that we're pieces of shit. No, I said he's yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> but TikTok community, TikTok community guidelines are a joke. And I think one of the largest moderators on TikTok is a Republican, from what I heard. So they, they, they got me on watch. They got me on watch because now I'm a large content creator. I've been like kind of soft recently because I don't want to lose my trip to, to Miami. But when I go to, when I come back, I'll go hard on the pain again. <laughs> yeah. I, say, I do like the, the ad of Gran Poder because the other day uh, I, was doing, I didn't know you were going to add it. And I was doing something and I just hear Gran Poder and I got startled for a minute. I was like, oh my God, yell. Wait, what did I miss? And I go back to my phone. People are, people are saying that I should do a Gran Poder hoodie. I might work with one of my people that have it designed. <laughs> I think that you should because I I didn't post it, but I came up with a video based off of your um, Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, watch somebody who's dumb doesn't realize that Carolina is part of Puerto Rico. Be like, what part is that from? Is that from South or North Carolina? North Carolina? Oh, my God. You got to <laughs> love it. No. Watch yeah. somebody, some pendejo's going to say that on the, on the thing. I just wait yeah. for that thing to happen. That, ball, that, that bus is never late. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me i know we didn't get to cover everything yep. i wanted to talk about but hopefully you'll be a guest again and we can we'll do it again people. we'll do it again um, for sure definitely check him out where they can they find you uh well definitely uh i'm on youtube but i'm not putting a lot of content there um but mm -hmm. i do have instagram and i have tiktok luisitorio 787 that old area code from puerto rico i still kept that for my name yeah okay, <laughs> I recognize that anytime I get a call at work because I do with a lot of Puerto Rico accounts because there no one else wants to speak Spanish, even though people at work don't realize it's not Mexico. So it's not a Mexican account. It's a Puerto Rican account. Please there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want them to be yelling at me. I know what it means. Ain't that something. But, yeah, I'm on Instagram and I'm also on TikTok. Um, podcast, we're still developing on it. I'm going to do like a soft launch probably soon. I'm going to be doing interviews, and it's going to be something really interesting. I'm still developing it because TikTok takes a lot of time. And also, if I'm doing a podcast, that's even more time. But I'm trying to figure it out, and I'll let you guys know when it's out. But, yeah, stay tuned. And uh, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. And uh, let's do it again anytime. Yes, and let me know when it finally comes out because I like to promote my friends and I also like to promote family. 
since you are a fellow Puerto Rican, I will happily share your content with your Thank podcast. you. Thank um, you. Check out Luis Osorio on TikTok, Instagram, and on YouTube when he starts finally putting things up. It was a pleasure speaking with you, and I hope we can do it again soon. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day. Que tengan buen día.